Hello everyone and welcome to today's episode. Today's episode is going to be all about how to overcome self-doubt, whether it be in your jobs, relationship, or your dreams. I know that this is a pretty big topic that literally affects everyone. If you can confidently say that you've never experienced a period or a moment of self-doubt in your life, then I know that you're lying because it affects everybody at some point in their lives. I know I have experienced a lot of self-doubt in my relationships where I think that I'm not good enough to be with the person. I've had it at my jobs that I've had where I think that I don't have the proper skills to be working there or the proper capabilities. And also with my dreams, I've had periods where I think that, oh, I'm not good enough to do something like that. I don't have enough following, you know, just making excuses for yourself that about validate you to not go and do something or act on something that you really want to do. And so this podcast is going to be all about how you can overcome those feelings of self-doubt when they arise and figure out where they're coming from in the first place. Because I think once we finally become aware of why we're experiencing self-doubt, like what brought us to that point in our lives, whether it be from within ourselves or an external factor, is really important to you being able to overcome those self-doubt thoughts in the first place. So before we get into that, I just want to hope and wish that everyone had a really great week. Uh, I know this past week has been really great and I'm really excited for where the podcast is going. Last week we had the first ever guest on and she was great. I have some guests lined up over the next few weeks that will definitely provide some more genuine insight into struggles that we face as women and help us really become the better versions of ourselves because that's really the whole point of why I wanted to do this podcast anyways is just to help everyone listening become a better version of themselves and have the tools and tactics to be able to do that. This past week I have been aiming to go to yoga four times a week. It's kind of a lot but I've been doing it. I signed up for this program where it's 30 days for $30 so I'm really trying to get the most out of my $30 and I like I've seen so much improvement since like a month ago where I suppose that I wasn't able to do before. I can pretty much do them now, which is pretty exciting. It's cool to see that progress even over such a short period of time. And if you don't do yoga or like haven't done it or want to try it, this is this is your sign to go do it because it's so fun when you're in there for that hour, hour and 15 minutes or whatever. You literally just forget about everything else and you're just totally present, at least for the most part. And that's like the part that I love the most about it is just not thinking about anything else besides what I'm doing, my breathing, and the poses. So it's just super fun. So now, Bible time. This one comes from 2 Timothy chapter 1, verse 7, and it said, For God gave us a spirit, not of fear, but of power and love and self-control. Wow, this one is so great. I love everything that it says and stands for, and even if you are not a Christian person and don't read the Bible or believe in that faith, you can still look at this and see, okay, I can use my spirit, not for fear, not for self-doubt, but for power and love and self-control. 
Our spirit is here within us and our God gave us his spirit so that way we can have power over ourselves and love for ourselves and self-control so we can do the things that we want to do and we want to accomplish within this world. And when we let fear and self-doubt overcome our spirit, it literally can stop us from doing all the things that we want to accomplish. You know, if you if you look back right now and you think of something in your past that you really wish that you had done but you didn't do, and when you think about that time, that time was a period in your life where your spirit and who you are inside was probably controlled by self-doubt and fear. But when we let go of that self-doubt and fear and put that onto God and have trust in God and his plans for us, we can start to live our lives through power over ourselves and love for ourselves and other people and also self-control and and also self-control to control our thoughts, not let our thoughts overcome us and push through when times of self-doubt and fear arise and just go for the things that we want to do. That's that's all we can do in this life. You know, it, as cliche as it sounds, life is short. Life will go by super fast. And before you know it, there's going to be a time where you're thinking like, I can't believe that I wasted so many hours or so many days or so many moments of my life limiting myself and believing that I couldn't do something because you can. You can literally do anything you set your mind to. You just have to make sure that your spirit isn't being controlled by that fear and self-doubting beliefs. So that's just a little food for thought. And I think it's really good, especially for the topic of today's episode, which is all about how to overcome self-doubt in the first place. Moving on into why we experience self-doubt in the first place. We experience self-doubt because of two reasons an internal sense of unworthiness and an external sense of unworthiness. This internal sense of an unworthiness usually comes from and arises from an innate insecurity within ourselves that we've developed over time where we think that we are not good enough, not worthy, and just don't have the capabilities to go after something that we want to do or accomplish or be a part of if it's a relationship or a job. This internal sense of unworthiness results from basically having no self-worth our self-worth is something that we develop within ourselves. It's something that we have to work on and manifest on a daily basis to ensure that it is alive and well and it provides us the confidence to actually go out and do the things that we want to do because we have a sense of being worthy enough to do them. And if we don't have our own self-worth, then we innately adapt that internal sense of unworthiness that prevents us from doing the things that we want to do and continues the cycle of self-doubting beliefs within our minds. Secondly, the external sense of unworthiness brings about that same feelings of not being worthy enough to do something, to be a part of something, to be with somebody. And it's usually the result of an external factor. So for example, if you had an unloving parent who didn't show you the love that you needed when you were a child and neglected your needs or an overprotective parent where they were too involved in your life and didn't allow you the freedom to go and pursue your wants and your desires on your own. And also the media, the media is a huge factor of developing an external sense of unworthiness because 
the media, especially social media, tells us what we should look like, where we should live, what we're supposed to be doing, what we're supposed to be, and all these things that just creates that constant comparison between ourselves and other people and makes us think that we're just not doing enough with our lives, that we should be more, you know, it's that feeling of when you're when you're like a 24-year-old female and you all, all of a sudden are getting that pressure to be getting married, starting a family, having kids, and having a super nice job and everything, but everybody's on different timelines, so you can't base your worthiness off of the media. And whether you realize it or not, our subconscious picks up on these things and makes it more difficult for us to go after the things that we truly want because of this internal and external sense of unworthiness. So no matter if you're aware of what you're feeling or not, or the factors that could be contributing to your self-doubt, your subconscious will always pick up on those things and they will always habitually go towards the feelings and emotions that you are most accustomed to. So if you've been living a life where you've always doubted yourself, you've surrounded yourself with people who do not show you love and compassion and you engage in behaviors that do not guide you to a better place in your life, then you will continuously foster these feelings of unworthiness both in your internal self and your external senses. Thoughts of self-doubt can arise at any point in our lives for so many different reasons, always relating back to that internal and external sense of unworthiness, but how exactly can we overcome these feelings? You know, what are the tools that we can keep in our toolbox to actually, when they arise, work through them and not let ourselves be limited or constrained to those self-limiting beliefs. So the first tip to just be aware of and acknowledge is that our intention will always be beaten by our environment. This means that no matter how many affirmations, how many meditations, how many times you work out, how much effort you're putting into your body, mind, soul, if you are hanging around negative people who are constantly putting you down, you live with someone who is always putting you down, and you just surround yourself with people who do not support your efforts to get better, then you are always going to be limited by your environment. Your environment is always going to win. Those negative people within your life are always going to overcome those intentions that you set for yourself. To truly get over these feelings of self-doubt and overcome them, you have to put yourself in a position where you're in an environment that is supportive of your efforts and does not lead to you being restricted or limited. You know, it is so, so easy to let the opinions of other people influence our thoughts and our behaviors. So if you're living with someone who is constantly putting you down, hearing those negative things about yourself is going to make it so much harder for you to ignore the thoughts that you're thinking about yourself. And the same goes if you're hanging around a negative group of friends or friends that just party all the time and don't support your self-growth and self-development and tell you like, yo, no, you don't need to do that. Like, don't listen to that and just limits you. It's gonna always, no matter how many efforts you put in, to correct your self-limiting thoughts, they're never going to win against your environment. So that's just really one thing to keep in mind, especially as I go into these other tips on how you can overcome your self-doubting beliefs. If your environment is not stable, if your environment is not a place where you can thrive emotionally and physically, then no matter what intention you set for yourself, it's not going to go well. So with that being said, here are the tips of how you can overcome self-doubt. The first one is to separate yourself from the thoughts of self-doubt. So when you notice yourself starting to say things like, I'm not good enough, I can't do that, I don't deserve this, 
instantly separate yourself from those thoughts. The best way that I found to do this is to, you know, if you constantly experience self-doubting thoughts, you may notice that you have like two voices in your head. You have one voice that's doubting you and then you have one voice that is the more rational and says like, oh no, you know, I I, I can actually do these things. But usually that self-doubting voice, that inner critic within us is really strong and really loud and can really put a damper on the way that we feel about ourselves. So when you're trying to separate yourself from the thoughts of self-doubt, you can name that inner voice in your head that's criticizing you and doubting you. Name it and tell that voice that what it's saying is not true. One good tactic that I use is like speaking to it as it's a friend. So once you've named it, you can speak to it and say, oh, why are you being mean to me like that? Like, why would you say things like that to me? Why would you say such hurtful things to me? That's not very nice. And doing that by naming it, separating yourself from it, and talking to it as if it were a friend, it really separates you from those thoughts of self-doubt. And by doing that, that's your very first step of really becoming aware of those self-doubting thoughts that you're having and stopping yourself in your tracks from letting it continue. The next thing to do is to unpick the layers of why it is there. Really think hard about why you are saying that you're not good enough. Is it because of an insecurity? Is it because of something that happened to you? Place those thoughts and memories that come up when you really, really think about it, put it into a box, lock it up, and throw it away. Forget about it. I know this is so much easier said than done. It's super hard to let go of something that happened to you that could have been really traumatic or brought up a lot of really negative emotions or an insecurity that you battled throughout your whole life. But to really overcome those self-doubting beliefs, we have to compartmentalize those those things that have happened to us or those insecurities and we have to put them in that box, lock them up and throw them away. Third one is to focus on your strengths. I know this one can be hard for a lot of people because especially with our super busy lives and the things that we're doing all the time, it can be really hard to figure out what our strengths actually are, you know, and it could also be really hard to identify them within ourselves because if we're if we're dealing with self-doubting beliefs, you can start to think about, oh, what exactly are my strengths? But then that self-doubting voice in your head may come in and be like, no, you don't have any strengths. Don't, don't answer that question. Don't do that. and it just stops you from even identifying what you're even good at. I know I've had struggles with this too where I people have asked me that question of like oh what are you good at and I'm like oh I don't even know I don't know. So the best way to do this if you are having trouble with figuring out what your strengths are go ask somebody. If you have somebody that's close to you, if you have somebody that you can trust in your life and you can be vulnerable with them and really ask them, hey, what exactly are my strengths? You know, and tell them like, oh, I'm trying to overcome these self-doubting beliefs and I really want to work through these things. And I think one good step is to figure out what my strengths are. And you can ask them this. And usually if it's a person that is honest and that you can trust and also trust you, they can provide you with an honest answer and honest feedback about what your strengths actually are. And then once you pin point what those strengths actually are, you can focus on those in times of self-doubt. So when you are thinking about applying for a job and those self-doubting beliefs come in and say, oh, you're not going to get that job. You're not good enough for that. You can take those strengths that you have. Say you're a super good communicator and you can say, well, you know what? I'm actually a really good communicator and I think that my skills would be highly valuable at this job that I'm applying to. Or I actually have a lot of experience with 
like sell sheets and personal relations and dealing with people. So I actually think that I would have a really good skill set with this. And by identifying those strengths and playing to your strengths, you can counteract those thoughts of self-doubt that start to restrict you and limit your capabilities. And you can tell them, no, actually, I do have strengths. I do have capability. And you can tell them, no, actually, I do have strengths and I do have capabilities that could be useful at this job. Or I do have strengths within myself that would be great for this relationship. You know, I bring a lot to this relationship if you're thinking about with a partner that you're not good enough. You know, just really thinking about your strengths and remembering those strengths in times of self-doubting are really, really beneficial to getting you out of that cycle of limiting yourself and making yourself believe that you're not good enough. Another good one is to set a deadline on whatever it is that you want to achieve and find someone to help keep you accountable. So say you want to start a YouTube channel or you want to start a small business and you've been putting it off, you've been putting it to the side, you've been telling yourself that you're not good enough to do it, I'm going to fail, all these different types of things. If you set a deadline for yourself and you say, oh, on my 24th birthday or on the 16th of... July, I am going to do this. I'm going to start it or I'm going to have it completed by that deadline. Doesn't matter. Just setting a deadline for yourself and holding yourself accountable to that deadline is super important. And a really good way to also help you keep yourself accountable is to have someone also keep you accountable. Setting a deadline and having someone keep you accountable by being there to support you and to ask you, oh, have you done this thing yet? Have you accomplished it? Have you finished it? Have you started it? Leaves no room for you to continue to sit within your comfort zone. People will be depending on you when you bring someone else into the equation and when people are depending on you, you have no option to let your self-doubt get in the way of you accomplishing that goal, accomplishing that task. So having someone else there to help keep you accountable and to motivate you is a really, really good way to get out of your comfort zone and to push those self-doubting beliefs aside and to just go after what it is. Because you know, when you bring other people into it, you don't want to disappoint those people. You don't want to make yourself look bad. So you're going to do it. If you set that deadline for yourself, you're going to do it. And no matter what your those self-doubting beliefs say about you, you just have to push them aside and just go for it. Another good tip is to have a support system. Having a support system, especially when you're trying to overcome self-doubting beliefs, is so important. And this goes back to the whole environment thing where if you're surrounding yourself with people who are not supportive of you, you're living in an environment that is not supportive of your goals and your ambitions and your dreams, then you're never going to be able to come out of those self-doubting and criticizing beliefs. You're never going to be able to stop limiting yourself and work through these issues that you're having. But having a support system there is so important and surrounding yourself with positive, like-minded people who are also trying to better themselves and quit being negative all the time and quit thinking negative thoughts about themselves all the time is so important to helping you because it's like that saying, we've all heard it, you're like the five most people that you spend the most time with. And so if you're spending your time around people who are not supportive of you or you can't be open and talk about the journey that you want to take on quitting your self-doubting beliefs and thoughts and stuff, then you're not you're not going to be able to become like that version of yourself that you want to be. You're going to be stuck and you're going to, you're 
we are highly adaptive people as humans we adapt to our environments and you're going to adapt to those people so if you're hanging around a bunch of people who are negative all the time you're going to become negative too and if you're hanging around a bunch of people who are constantly doubting themselves and never go after the things that they want to and they just sit in their house all day and watch tv and do nothing you're going to become like that too and the same logic also goes this is just a side note also goes to your thoughts like you are the most five common thoughts that you think about that's who you become so if you're constantly thinking I'm not good enough then yeah you're not going to be good enough if you're constantly thinking that I I'm going to fail then yeah you're going to fail you know your thoughts are so powerful and dictate so much about our lives so the second you that you stop with those self-doubting beliefs and those self-limiting thoughts you can open yourself up to so much more freedom so much more wisdom from the universe and from everybody everything else in the world and you can finally find a way to live the life that you've always wanted to and the last one is to make small daily promises to yourself. So this one's really important, especially when it comes to self, building a sense of worthiness within ourselves. By making small daily promises to yourself, whether it be having a glass of water before you drink a cup of coffee, or choosing to read five pages of book every day, or choosing to go for a walk for 10 minutes every day by just making really small promises to yourself and telling yourself that you're going to do it and then when you actually consistently complete those promises and fulfill those promises you are going to slowly work your way up to building confidence and building a sense of worthiness within yourself that you have to have in order to quit these self-doubting beliefs. You know, if you innately don't think that you are worthy of doing anything and you just can't get rid of that, then you're never going to be able to quit these self-doubting beliefs. And the best way to work through that sense of unworthiness is to make small promises to yourself and do everything in your power to complete them on a daily basis. I know for me personally, I've been trying to do this with journaling. I initially said that I was just going to journal for five minutes every day. And at first I did really good and then I fell out of it for like a month and then now I got back into it and I've been doing it every day and I will tell you that it does help. It really helps when you make small promises to yourself and you actually fulfill those promises and keep them. You will see over time and this time may look different for everyone but you will see improvements in your sense of worthiness and your confidence in yourself to actually accomplish things because you're because you're keeping those promises to yourself. So that one's a really important one to overcoming these self-doubting beliefs. Life is short. Life is very, very short. Like I said at the beginning, it sounds cliche, but it really is. It will be over before we're even ready. So whether you're 20 years old or 75, you have to really ask yourself, can you afford one more day of self-doubt? Can you afford one more day of not thinking that you're good enough? Can you afford one more day of thinking that you're not good enough to do something or telling yourself that you're going to fail before you even tried? And really think to yourself, can can I do that? Can I afford to waste another day of my life thinking thoughts like that? And really get real with yourself. You might have to use some tough love when going through this period of overcoming those self-doubting beliefs. You know, you, you're going to have to get tough with yourself and you're going to have to really ask, like, is this something that I can afford to do right now? Can I afford to be weak and not go after my goals or my dreams? Or can I afford to let my self-sabotaging beliefs impact this relationship? You know, be tough on yourself a little bit and really ask yourself if that's something that you are willing to do. 
When it comes to those feelings of self-doubt, you are the one that feeds its power. Your self-doubt will lie to you, it'll manipulate you, but you are the stronger one. So no matter what those thoughts tell you, you consistently giving them attention are what gives it power. And it's time for you to put that power into other areas of your life that you've been wanting to do. So take all those self-doubting thoughts and move those that attention that you're giving to those thoughts into other aspects of your life and go achieve that goal that you've told yourself that you couldn't do. Go bring some confidence back into your relationship and go bring some confidence back into your job. You know, no matter what it is, take that attention and that power that you were giving to those self-doubting beliefs and go put them in other areas of your life and you will see such a big improvement in your sense of worthiness and your confidence and you will be so much nicer to yourself too which is the whole point of all of this is to just be nicer to yourself and not let your mind speak to you in a way that goes against who you are as a person. So I hope everyone listening was able to learn a little something from these tips on how to overcome self-doubt and is able to identify where their feelings of self-doubt are coming from, whether it be an internal or external sense of unworthiness. Um, I know while doing research for this and thinking of tips to help overcome self-doubt, I learned a lot and I'm going to utilize and put into practice some of these tips into my daily routine and try to hold myself accountable to actually do like to actually overcome these self-doubting beliefs too. And it's not a fast process. Don't think to yourself that, oh, I'm just going to do all these things and in a week I'll never have a self-doubting belief again. No, that's not how it works. This is, like I said before, it's a muscle that you have to work on and you have to train and you have to put time and effort into every single day for the rest of your life in order to really work on them and overcome them. So thank you all so much for listening to this podcast. If you aren't already, go follow the Instagram. And if you haven't already, leave a review, rate and review the podcast. I am really always looking to receive some feedback from people. So that would be awesome if you took the time to do that. And just as a friendly reminder, be kind to yourself, be kind to others. And I hope everyone has a great rest of their week and I will see you next week. Thank you.